<laughs> Chopper Soup Convos, we back again. How you feeling out there in the world, Jamal? What's on your mind? Back from the city that never sleeps, right? Shit, I'm just willing and dealing, my nigga. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Hey, man, I just fucked my city up. I'm Kwame, man, so I'm, I'm feeling great, you know? Did you turn you know? Miami to Skyami? Oh, yeah. It went up, hey, man. We out of here. But we got to get into what is going on with your man Kevin Durant real quick before we get into our real topics. Oh, the, man. Why I do you want to make fun of him? Because that's your brother. You like laughing at him. You don't respect him. And now he just looked like he played himself again. I saw a tweet that said um, that uh, even Mark Gasol had juice and got a coach fired. Like Kevin Durant couldn't get his way out in the trade. Couldn't get nobody fired. He has no juice. That's what the streets are saying. So this is telling the fact that he couldn't get Nash out of there? Yeah, he didn't get nothing his way. Well, I think Marcus, people like Marcus Saw and everyone else who got their way, they didn't ask for the things that they now want to get out. Like he talking about, we want Steve Nash. Like he literally did this shit to himself. <laughs> so that probably makes him look even more like a duck. But yeah, he wanted Steve Nash. He wanted, well, Kyrie was at the Nets first. Nah, they oh. went together. Kyrie convinced them to come with him. Yeah, like they created this whole shit. They wanted James Harden and they made him. Nah, KD wanted James Harden. And yeah. Kyrie not playing wanted him to leave. And this summer, KD's been hanging out with Harden. So Harden so, didn't appreciate Kyrie not playing? Yeah. You think anybody else on the team did? They saw, hey, we got a chance to win the title. We got to go for it. And hey, Kyrie wasn't with it. Andrew Wiggins got the vaccine and they he went to help this team win the ring. He said yeah. he still regrets getting it though. Should I regret getting it? But um yeah, yeah I man, I don't know what this I, I just I don't know about that guy, Katie. Man, he's very different. I fuck with him though. I'm a I'm a I'm a stay on the lookout. I hope the Nets stay together and try to work it out. They could be a good team. They can be dangerous, but let's get into the topics that we all came for today. Like this random list that someone tried to say it was double XLs and double XL said, nah, it's not ours. <laughs> someone made a list of the greatest women rappers of all time, top 50 and I'm not going to go through all 50. I just want to shout out a couple ladies that I feel like they don't get credit. And I like that they were highlighted. I could uh, even, yeah, look how they did this. They put one, two, three, four, six. Didn't even check it out. This list but, is crazy. Hey, man. So number five is Foxy Brown. Number four. Lil' Kim, number three, Lauren Hill, number two, Missy Elliott, number one, Nicki Minaj. <clears throat> um, Foxy's not in the top five. Um, Nicki Minaj is not number one. It'll either be Lauren or Missy for me. Um, 
Hmm. I love Left Eye. I love her so much, but I'll have to have MC Light in my top 10, period. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. I don't care if I was born in 91. MC Light is the shit. Um, this I don't know as much about Queen Latifah as I do MC Light. So I don't know if I would have her in my top 10, but I think I have to because she's Queen Latifah. I mean, hey, her catalog is nice. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? So I'm going I'm to have Queen Latifah. The Brat's definitely in my top 10. Eve, for me, Eve is one of my favorite female rappers ever. I've always loved Eve ever since I was a kid. So she's going to be in my top 10. Um, hold on. They don't have Jean Grey on here. Yeah. <laughs> Silly people. They have no disrespect. They have Katie Got Bands on here. This is like <laughs> a, a mainstream list. Katie Got Bands. And they don't have Jean Grey. Like, that's crazy. Age, like, a lot of these women don't, like, they don't, like, this list is too long. Like, Asian Doll does not, she shouldn't be on this list. This is a weird, <laughs> like, somebody from Twitter made this list and put, um. I mean, everybody's technically on Twitter. No, but, like, somebody who doesn't work at a publication made this list and put, um, double XL watermarks on this. Yeah, trying to make it look legit. Yeah, and it doesn't even look like the same font that Double XL uses. So I believe Double XL. These X's I mean, look, even they don't do lists, first of all. And then, second of all, look at the big, like I said, the big typo where it says one, two, three, four, six. Yeah. That's saying no. Um, Roxanne Shantae, you definitely got to have her probably in the top 20. You know what I mean? She's one of, well, I don't know if her career was that crazy, but in the beginning of her career, she was big for women rappers um remy ma definitely should be on here um cardi b can be on this joint lady of rage of course gangsta boo of course la chat to me of course yeah. um hmm it's funny they got china white she don't really deserve to be on here even though yeah. she killed bia bia charlie baltimore to me is i don't know she didn't really i missed her i only remember her with murder Inc. and you notice i'm only mentioning like the older ones because yeah you gotta respect it's not even about respect i'm not i'm not no disrespect to nobody but i'm not mentioning cash doll and i like cash doll from detroit shout out to her but you know what i mean like (coughs) lotto's cool but she's too young in the game you gotta have some skin in the game like nikki like nikki's a younger a newer woman rapper she's over she's 15 years in no she's yeah, she is about 15. But that's my point, though. The first like, time I heard her was on uh, Drop 3. That's 2007. Well, I'm she like 2008 for me. But stand, that's still mm, the same thing. Yeah, yeah but same my point thing. is that's still new to me. And like, that's what? like an, 14 years ago. Is, no, it's not new. Compared to Lil' Kim and them, like she, Nicki Minaj has skin in the game. Who's come after Nicki Minaj that you believe? Who's the best female rapper uh, that's after Nicki Minaj? Well, since she came out, yeah. As far as like stardom, hit Cardi B, longevity. Cardi B's the only okay. one that you could say it's kind of close. She's been around five years. Something like that's that. my point. That's my point. So a lot of these other women, they haven't, they haven't done enough to be on, like to even be mentioned in a list. Mia is a dope female rapper to me. I love Mia. Yeah. Sean is pretty cool too mia x i love mia x 
feel like those kind of like the older ones should be above all the young ones. Even though I like uh, Young and May, I like Deja Loaf. Dreezy been putting in work, but I feel like she hasn't really crossed. You know, what I mean, she hasn't crossed a certain level like she should have. Meg, of course, has been putting in work, and um, Isaiah Banks is dope. She gets some respect from me. If Doja Cat can keep her shit going, she gets some respect from me. Of course, Rhapsody obviously should be really high, like she is. Iggy Azalea, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Number eleven. That's her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, her ass has gotten fatter if you look. If I look, Yo-Yo, yeah, I feel like Yo-Yo. I don't know. All I know about is her song with Ice Cube and her. Yeah, you can't play with my yo. Yeah, and and Martin. Remember, she was Kilolo. Trying to think if I could think of any other woman rappers that they didn't mention. All I can know, all I know is that Jean Grey should have been on this list. It's just weird. Yeah. Cause did they have Bahamadia? They even had her, right? Who's the girl from Philly? Yeah, that, yeah, Bahamadia, 43. No, the other girl from Philly. That kind of quit because she's like, I'm too nice and y'all don't recognize it. Uh Tierra Whack. Yeah, she's not on here. Yeah, she should be there. They have Katie got bands on here. Like they got Ivorian doll on here. She's a UK young. She's all right, but no, no, she's young. They might as well have that girl. Um, JT forty two. Whoa, this she is, is weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who Rocky Bad is. I don't want to hate on these women. So, yeah, salute to all of them. They I have heard cupcake them on here. Yeah, I heard of her before. She's a she's what you call a porno rapper in your words. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's very vulgar and explicit. At least they have Chica on here. Mm. Chica, at least they have her. She's a pretty talented young lady. And shout out to Snow the Product. I forgot who she was, but I remember her name. What do you think of this shit? It's very interesting. It's geek, but I like it. I wonder why the person that did it chose Double XL. Do do they think that they're the face of rap journalism? They think they're the face of list because there's nothing. But else they don't do this. Yeah, but they're they're confusing it with the freshman thing that nobody cares about no more. Nah, yeah, it's low. But yeah, that shit's out of here. Nobody, it doesn't even make controversy anymore. Yeah, it's not because people actually like the list this year. They respected it. It wasn't bad. I like it. And I think most people who should be like all the real cool people don't even do it anymore. Well, Babyface Ray did it. A few cool artists did it this year. That's why people liked it. Let me try to look it up. Yeah, I know you don't remember it. You you don't look at stuff like that anymore. Roxanne, Roxanne. Whoa. Roxanne, Roxanne. Let's see. Double XL, the list. I'm surprised they didn't put Genuine's wife on here. What was her name again? I don't know, but she was on the JT Money song. All right, so the Double XL freshman class of 2022 was Nardo Wick. Uh, Dochi, she's a rapper from Florida, I think. She just signed a TDE. She's cool. Babyface Ray. Sofago, uh, Cali, 
Casey, he's cool. He's been doing stuff with Ye. He has a song with Lancey Foe. I think he's from Jersey or something. Big 30, Cochise, Ken the Man. She's, you know, she's a youngin' from Texas. She's pretty good. Big Scar, uh, Saucy Santana, and Baby Tron. Yeah, they got good people. They got people that are doing well. Cool people. They do. That's what I'm saying. This class was good. It's their best class in a long time. Since probably the Kodak um 21 savage yeah uzi and them yeah yeah that's a legendary class yeah because i don't yeah. know nothing else and like i said the youngins are like the young rappers aren't they're not as good anymore so it kind of sucks yeah they're not as good it's more melodic nobody is really focused on wordplay everyone's trying to do basically the same thing so yeah, it's gay. Yeah, and it's not even about the melodic shit. They just, like you said, they're all trying to do the same thing. They're not able to create anything new. They're like stuck in the same shit from last decade. While like in the beginning of the 2010s, they like basically left everything. Now, I have to say the melody because yeah, melodies are great, but they use it as a crutch for them to not enhance other forms of the song. That's why we song, the songs we have today are, Hook, verse, hook, verse, and we out. And then, oh, yeah, hook one more time. Because, hey, it's all about the melody, trying to make something catchy instead of writing a complete song. So that's why I say melody, because people use it as a crutch. But they ain't writing songs the same way anymore. But when they use the melodies in the last decade, they were. it seems like they were able to create new things and they were also using it as a crutch but it was still people like xx tentacion xxx tentacion and like uzi and like quavo and future and shit like you know what i mean Travis they're better all, they're, they're, that generation yeah. were better songwriters than these little niggas yeah that's what it is they're definitely better songwriters <laughs> that but i'm just saying that's why that's the only reason why i took the melodies out because we had travis who has a total like similar sound of future but it's different Uzi's different from Travis. XXX Tentacion is different from Uzi. You know what I'm saying? Quavo's swag was different, similar to Futures, but it was different from Futures and Travis. You know what I mean? Drake, you know what I'm saying? His was totally different. J. Cole's was like different. Kendrick's was different. Yeah. So that's why I took the melodies out. But what you just said, really mean something they're just not as good of songwriters yeah they're not good and nothing is the last generation <laughs> that's bad i mean what do you expect muy mal hey it's what we live in and maybe things will change if we keep complaining we got to try to find solutions so we need to start a segment where we highlight a young artist rapper whatever that we like and put try to put people on so we can start doing that next week because we just can't hate on the youth because there are a lot of good talent out there so we should show them love too yeah there's some good talent out there um stove god cooks hurry up you need to drop more music boy even though they're not young necessarily there is a lot of good talent people like larry june you know what i mean Hey, good segue. Let's talk about his album. 
oh man, you already know how I feel, man. This shit is very player. It's a lot of game. He's uh still sipping stuff. He said he was sipping like some Raynault or some shit like that. I don't know what that is. Usually he's sipping like magnesium water and stuff that I can remember. He's still telling bitches don't check him, check like a uh bank balance or like check the uh tire pressure, uh check check the weather, all kinds of important stuff. Um uh, one song, I think it was oh yeah, still booming with with two chains, which is a dope track. And I actually like two chains verse. Um he said you like you a side nigga cooking bitches breakfast. Mm. That was an interesting diss because usually niggas think it's cool to be a side nigga. He made it sound whack. Nah, he's saying you're a side nigga cooking niggas. I mean, cooking bitches breakfast. That's what it is. That's what messes it up. Because when you're a side nigga, you're not supposed to be doing boyfriend stuff. Why are you cooking breakfast for? Oh, true. Blockbuster. True. But he also That's made it seem like being about. a he also made it seem like being a side nigga is whack because you know he don't be having time for the hoes a lot. He's chasing the bag, telling That's these young true. men what they need to focus on. Yeah, that's true. Priorities. That's a but thing. I like this album. It's in line with like um everything you know else. Not spaceships, everything. spaceships on the blade is the name of the project, by the way. Spaceships on the blade. But the thing is, it's not necessarily in line with like the orange print. It's with like very peaceful product of the dope game, the port of San Francisco. Like look at the covers. Every time he's like chilling, like outside like in a car type shit and it has like that kind of if there was like a san francisco filter that's what this is like in line with it's not like with the other one um like the one he had with car it's not with cruise usa or into the late night so i kind of like that he had he's able to like distinguish his projects and this is kind of like in a series to me so what's the series uh Spaceships on a blaze the new one orange print what numbers? No, orange print's not part of that series. Look at the cover. But it kind of is. It has the Uncle Herm intro, just like all of them. True. They all got I cut I count more like early bird adjust to the game out the trunk. Um, the port of San Francisco, product of the dope game, and very peaceful. I don't even know if I put Mr. Midnight in these. I feel like Orange Prince more with Mr. Midnight. Based on how I'm looking at it, is how many times is Uncle Herm on the joint? If Uncle Herm's the intro, that's for me the series. And he's on four of them. The first one is Out the Trunk, 2019. Then the next one is uh, Numbers, then Orange Print, and now Spaceships on the Blade. Hmm. Those are all the ones. Those are it's four Uncle Herm intros, and it's those four. But Orange Print don't sound like these to me. He even has a drill beat on it. Hey, he switches it up. But I'm just saying, those are the only four with Uncle Herm. And if you know, you already know the Larry format, and that's the cool thing. Like Joey Badass talked about on the Joe Budden podcast about you know being an artist and coming in a certain way. Your fans are going to expect something. So when you switch it up, you're going to lose people. They're going to be upset like, hey, man, when we became fans, you didn't sell us this. So some people, not even some, most artists, it's great. They have a format. They stick to it. And they know how to flip it in so many ways because 
hey, you can never run out of words. And an artist like Larry June, even though you can know his content, like you said, he can still flip it up and be fresh, get different producers. Like Jake One did a lot of stuff. Uh, DJ Khalil Cardo, of course. Uh, DJ Fresh, he does stuff with currency. So it's like that realm. Uh, who else? Other producers that I fool with. Oh, yeah, Chuck English did the joint with Duckworth. Uh, the brand new machinery. So it's like he's getting like the best producers of that world. Miss DJ Mr. Rogers did the uh, 5.0 Chronicles with the joint currency. So mm -hmm. he's getting Alchemist, of course, Breakfast in Monaco. You know, I'm looking forward to that project. But yeah, the project is what you expect, but he flips it. Oh, yeah, I think the outro Turbo did the beat. Also, I feel like he put a, a few more, like, girl songs on here. Yeah, he's just were pretty cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not bad at all. Like, I like them. He's that was him doing dumb Kennedy stuff. But, you know, I, I always say most of the time I align him with, like, more currency. But that, a lot of girl songs, I was like, whoa, he is trying to be Dom Kennedy. Yeah, Dom Kennedy was definitely more about the ladies. Yeah, and, he's a player rapper. And Dom Kennedy gave you game, but Larry gives you a lot more game. Yeah, he's more about the hustle. Yeah. And and he gives you like, uh, and he be sipping stuff a lot, healthy stuff. Yeah, that's true. Likes riding bikes. Yeah, he likes riding bikes. He sips magnesium water. He drinks smoothies. He be and I like when he says, I'm dipping. He said that on this joint. You know, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I need yeah. that every now and then. But um, it was a pretty it's it's a pretty dope uh project to me. It's like you said, it's right in line. And I wonder, I just I don't know. I, I don't even care to think about it like that, but I wonder how long he can keep it up. And I wonder if he's ever gonna reach another level. Or if that's possible. And that's crazy. Why don't I remember? Dang, I think I missed numbers. Sure. Sure you can. Uh, I might have missed reach another. Yeah, he probably did. He drops a lot of music. Damn, how did I miss that? And he has the car, the whole same cover, same shit. Yeah, yeah. Dang, I think I missed Keep Going, too. Yeah, you missed a lot. He drops a lot, man. You didn't listen to Orange Season Deluxe Edition. When yeah, they twenty twenty, I definitely didn't listen to Burner and Larry June. Yeah, I know that. Wow, I love. I'm actually happy. Orange Season Deluxe Edition. Dang, I get to get three new Larry projects. What Whoa. the fuck? How did I see Cruise USA but not Orange Season? Because you're a Cardo fan. Hmm. Yeah, that's all. Can't believe I miss numbers. <laughs> I know, right? His his best ad lib. You missed the title. I don't know if that's his best ad libs. His best ad lib numbers. Keep going, Larry. I think keep going is his best one. Okay. Or Yeet to D. Yeah, that's you know classic. Do you know what Yeet to D is? Hey man, that's top flight pimping, man. Tabernacle. Nah, he said he'd be selling Yeet to D. Oh, the Yarari. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice wordplay. I see yeah, you, Larry. 
I'm surprised you not surprised, but that's dope to see that you respect it because you know you're not a Larry June fan. Yeah, it's like I know what Larry June is. He's not bad. I'm not a fan, but he makes solid music. It's good. I listened to it. It was cool. It's not like I'm gonna keep riding around with it, but it's cool for what it is. He's not I a say, bad artist. I say that Larry makes great uh date night music. Okay. Or great girl coming over and you got candles lit music. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, solid. Good job, Larry. Keep going. All right. Well, you mentioned going to the next level. Let's talk about one of the mainstream dimes. DJ Khaled's God Dead drops Friday. The track list came out. There's a lot of superstars on it. You said you liked the track list. You liked what he did. Intro, No Secret with Drake. Track two, the title track, God Dig, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. John Legend, Friday. Yeah. That sounds like it's about to be like, that sounds like it's going to be Maybach Music 7. You sure? It might be WB. What's that? It might be like a, instead of Regal (laughs) like that, it might be like a gospel joint. Like, oh, God bless me for the splinter. I hope it's like Freemason because John Legend actually killed that one. Because he might, yeah, maybe. Because look, it might be back-to-back gospel tracks or something. Because Use This Gospel is the next song. Yeah, With Kanye and and Eminem (laughs) rapping fast. I'm excited to hear Eminem. Produced by Dre in the ICU. Is those his new ghost producers? I see you probably, but I'm excited to hear Eminem rap with the ugly Kanye West. Meet the, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean the ugly Eminem too. <laughs> they both wash. They both cooked up. Oh man, this is about to be a funny track. I want. I, I hope Kanye. Oh yeah, you said the song's already old, so I won't. So there's yeah. not. Basically, I wonder. I hope Kanye has some ugly, nasty bars that he usually has to mix with Eminem's nasty bars. On the song, on the original version, he just sings. He doesn't rap. So maybe on this version, he raps. Who knows? Maybe Dr. Dre just played with Kanye's vocals and added an Eminem verse. Or maybe Kanye re-recorded something. We'll find out soon enough. Track four, uh big time future and little baby they shot a video for that i think that's the next single i like that track five you said larry keep going well this song is keep going but it's it looks like it's more violent little dirk 21 savage and roddy rich it didn't need roddy rich yeah well hey well hopefully he's rapping and not singing and maybe he's like about to be like how dirk when dirk stopped singing so we'll see yeah, uh, track six, shout out Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time, featuring Quavo and Takeoff, no offset. Yeah, we're gonna talk track. about we're gonna talk about offset later. Amigos track, and Quavo knows how to party. It's not Amigos track, they're their own thing, they're their uncle and feud. That's their group. This is the, <laughs> this is this is the Migos. No, nah, it's uncle and feud. It's, the Migos. Said it. the Migos. it's not, it's not, it's the Migos. Yeah, it's not. Shout out to the BGs, track seven, staying yeah, alive. Cooked, Drake and Lil Baby, uninspired track. Track eight, beautiful future and scissor. That would be cool. You you said she's the queen of R and B. Many people agreed with you. But we'll see what happens with this track. I think it'll be good. That's cool. 
I never thought that co- never thought that collab would happen. Why not? You know, Future tapped in with TDE. Yeah, but I didn't think a sister like her that protects her chakras would fool with a man that likes being known as the toxic king and, and promotes negativity. So shit, she heard what he did with Tim's and was like, let's get that. I need that racism. Whoa, but, oh, oops, but oops. oops. Whoa, but it's for DJ Khaled though. Not for herself. <laughs> exactly. Oops. That's probably why. <laughs> So now you remember, do you remember that? <laughs> that's racism. I need that. I need that. Yeah. I think that dude died though. Dang, that kind of sucks. I don't know. Uh-huh. That. Anyways, um, number nine, it ain't safe. Nardo Wick and Kodak Black, Florida connection. I love it. North Florida, South Florida. This should be fun and interesting. I'm sure yeah. there's be glicks and glocks and stuff. Both double XL freshmen alone. Yeah, okay. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's a freshman on this list. Not, not Travis Scott. He's but Don cool. Tolliver, I think he might be. Let's pray Don Tolliver and Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah, about boy, he's Cactus Jack. Yeah, you know, I love Don Tolliver. That's my nigga. I fuck with Travis, too. They're about to be very blasphemous on this song, but I'm probably going to like it anyways. All right. Uh, track 11, Fan Good, We Good, Gunner, and Roddy Rich again. I'm not good for this one. I don't need this. Uh, sure how did Gunna's... Roddy Rich get two features? I'm sure Gunner's going to do his thing, but you know, I don't I guess it's Gunna and Gunna Jr. Track 12, Bills Paid, Lotto, and City Girls. That'll be good. This is about to be fun. They're about to tell us to eat their vaginas and pay for stuff. So uh, You already know. Sometimes you got to hear this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Track 13, Way Past Luck, 21 Savage solo song. Him and Drake, the only ones to have that. Never mind. It's a couple more. Straight uh, up on God. Straight up on God. Straight up yeah. on God. We're going to get that throughout the whole track. Nah, not no more. Track 14, These Streets Know My Name, Skilly Bang, Buju Bantan, Capleton, Bounty Killing, Sizzla Kalanji. That's going to be fire. Track 15, Juice World Dead. That would be cool. I feel like this is Khaled trying to like get into like what he thinks is like the Tyler world. Cause... Get the kids. Yeah, so I, I just think it's, you know, it's, it's nice to see um him like grab a juice world because like i said i feel like it's him like he probably remembering like damn i forgot there's like weird black people out here who don't just like the club or p- weird black people in his mind not saying not saying he would say black people but you know he don't understand nothing that don't got nothing to do with the club and shit. Yeah, he's talking about mysterious music it's not just the club he said music you hear outside like if you walk down the street you hear a cars driving by listening to it you go to the barbershop yeah. you'll hear people listen to it you go to a party, it doesn't have to be a club. Like, hey, you go to a cookout, a house party, you'll hear the music. That other stuff, he looks at it as mysterious music. You don't hear it nowhere, except in people's, they listen to it in their cars, their headphones, but not outside. Yeah, for sure. That's a great def- great definition. But yeah, definitely so. And I just, you know, I love that he did, like, a, got a Juice World joint. It would be dope if he was able to, Get like a juice world and xxx tentacion john that would like mm-hmm. show like some real depth from Khaled. that would be cool uh track 16 jada kiss interlude versus 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 <laughs> whoa how, how much you want to bet he gonna mention versus 
Ah, uh, yeah, he probably will. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> Shout out Jada Kiss. He's a legend. You know what For I mean? sure. Uh, track 17, aside an alarm cloth talk, his sons, who are also executive producers with him on the album, along with a lot. So I don't know. The kids are going to talk. I don't know. And then the outro track 18, Grateful, featuring Vori. Didn't DJ Khaled have an album called Grateful? I'm not hip to Vori, and I feel like that's bad. Yeah, you're, because, you're not hip because he was on Stuff You Ignored, which is understandable because you don't rock with this brother anymore. Who's his brother? Yay. He's on Donovan stuff. Oh. That's, how he, that's how he got known. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I said that's why you wouldn't know him. But I hear that's his name why. a lot, and I feel like yeah, I Yeah, because his music out. is good. His music is good. Girls like it. He's smooth. What kind of music does he make? Like Lucky Day kind of stuff? He's like an East Coast Blast. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like Blast. Yeah, he's, he's a jiggy guy. I wonder he signed to Mickey Mill. One day I saw Blast's name and thought, what if his name is really Blackest? Oh, no. B L K X S T? Blackest, Blues. Oh, yeah. And this is another thing, too. So, how come God did everything and it's called God Did, but Allah executive produced it? How come he didn't? Well, I don't know. You know why? How come Allah didn't do it? Because we're in America? Yeah, no, because the Muslim community wouldn't let him call his album that. Oh, yeah, you know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, they be trying to get his ass. Anytime something happens, like, with the country he's from, I don't want to mention, no disrespect or nothing. I just don't want to, you know, be so controversial. They be in his his comments, like, say something about it. Like, you be drinking. You got chains on? Like, they be whooping his ass off. He tries to run from it so much. He does, like, you know what I mean? He mentions it, but he tries uh, to, He's like, leave me alone. Like, I'm in, like, I'm in America, and I'm in hip-hop. Like, I'm just enjoying my life. Like, they want him I'm to I'm in bow. hip-hop. They want him to <laughs> bow down and come to Mecca Valley. But let me shut up. I'm sorry. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I mean, nah, your name is, you know, JR. You, yeah, but you, I, you are one. You're a member, so. I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody's faith. You know, I got nothing but respect to the Islamic community. Yeah, you're a member, too. I'm not a member. My name is just from the Middle East. That's all. Sure. I mean, I don't want to get too deep. We're going to talk about it another time. No nah, snitching. Talk- no, yeah, yeah, no snitching. That's I what I'm ain't saying. talking about religion, man. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying for a guy that says he's not a member, you sure know how to connect with members. Hey, man, I connect with all foreigners. Yeah, but those members are what you connect with the most. That's mm, all. I, I just connect with <laughs> I just connect. I just got a, a dope connection with East Africa in general. I don't know what it is. They just rock with the kid. But West Africa rocks with the kid, too. Matter of fact, South uh, Eastern Asia rocks with the kid. V- shout out all my Vietnamese people. They rock with the kid heavy. I just got to, I just uh, made niggas calling himself the kid. He's 31, y'all. You know, that's part of black and hip hop. Cult- well, not black. We know that's a part of hip hop. Yeah, that's white man stuff. The kid. That's what Anyways, they call kid Griffey Jr. <laughs> I just made a, a, a really good friend from the UK. Uh, Turkey. Willie Mays to say, hey, kid. 
Turkish and Jamaican. I mean, the foreigners just rock with the kid, man. I don't know what it is about me. I, I, I think I can just relate to that lifestyle because my parents are from this from the super country. And not saying all foreigners come from the bottom or nothing, but I can relate to people who think like that and got like old school minded parents and shit. So I don't know what it is, but foreigners back, and immigrants like me. Back in the day, the St. Louis Cardinals were known as the cardiac kids. Wasn't there another people known as the cardiac kids and like football? Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of cardiac kids. I mean, there was a movie in the nineties called kids. Why are they cardiac kids? They make fans or the other team have heart attacks? Yeah, they can make and they, yeah, they sick. They have to make comebacks to win, stressing niggas out. Oh, damn. Who's, who would you say are the most known cardiac kids in the soccer world? Well, it's illegal, but it was Manchester United under Alex Ferguson. It was called Fergie time that they always got extra time from the referees and all the help they could, they needed. <laughs> to get a goal to win or either get a draw so they're, they're the illegal niggas damn they called that illegal time fergie time yeah fergie time because no one else got it but him he finessed <laughs> the riffs fergie time that's yeah. like some tom brady belichick shit yeah it's like coach k how he finessed refs for years for decades yeah it's it's a, fergie it's a, time a, that's funny as shit yeah stress hey he won 13 league titles with man united so that fergie time was working i don't know maybe maybe he had uh bribes or some dirt on those refs who knows or maybe he was just going to give them some beans for breakfast because that's what they eat over there speaking of beans and someone that just got cooked that AI rapper, man, FN Mecca we were supposed to talk about him like a week or two ago when he got signed but we, you know, we were having fun conversations about other stuff and it never came up. And now he's out of here because everybody said, hey, this guy's a stereotype perpetrating a fool. It's made by white guys and Asian homies. They say they generated his lyrics and he says nigga and glorifies this stuff. And there's a caricature and they had a joint where he was in jail before getting <laughs> getting beat up by the police because he said he wouldn't snitch. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It was hilarious. it's just like dog, you idiots. You guys don't have one black person around. Like, nah, I could have helped him. The, the, the black man, they had a black man that was the rapper that was voicing the lyrics. He was the one saying, "Nigga, it was a black man." And I'm just saying, he said he helped with the creative direction and all that. But he never got any money. They signed deals. They did this. They did that. I guess he didn't have nothing in paperwork. And now they got dropped before he could even get bread. What I need to know where this guy's from. Because I would have been able to. If this, if I was the black guy behind this, 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 <laughs> this shit would have been like, it would have lasted. This shit would have been on fucking Fortnite. And it would have been, he would have been the first big rapper of the metaverse. I would have not fumbled the bag. I wouldn't have done that dumbass police shit. That's like, to me the real issue the next issue obviously is the n-word and it's funny how but but people, why is it the n-word if it's but it's a black man that said it because he don't look black enough what the the fm mecca yeah like they should have made him look like a real robot but I, they try to make him look like an android like terminator type nigga with skin saying the n-word that just doesn't work 
Yeah. And you just can't say the N-word. You're a fucking robot. Why are you saying the N-word? Like, come yeah, on, man. If, you gotta... if you're a robot rapper. Yeah, like that. But that's, what hip, that, that's what hip-hop is to them. It is, and that, though. And that's my next thing. You can tell a lot of these, like, white, some of these white hip-hop fans, they really wanted, like, the 6'9", kid trunks, skinny from the <laughs> nine, like, <laughs> ambiguous, light-skinned-looking niggas with, like, blue hair and shit. They're not ready <laughs> to let that go, because that's what they made him, like. Yeah, they made him a 6'9". Skinny from the nine, too, and uh, Kid Trunks. You probably don't know who those niggas are. I've um, heard of their names, but never listened to them. Lil Pump, too. He's another ambiguous, like, not white, but not black, colorful hair-ass nigga. Like, they you wanted that, that shit. Spanish. Yeah, but I don't know if he speaks Spanish. Yeah, but he's a Spanish boy, just like 6 9 They're Spanish boys. But 6 9 speaks Spanish, at least. Hey, man, Lil Pump, I don't know. You got to ask his grandma. But I yeah, that, man. one of those niggas. So it was just and it's funny. I didn't listen to one second of, his, of that fucking robot. I, I think I, I actually did a, listen to one second, actually. I heard a snippet where he said he don't see niggas like hockey or something. I was like, whoa, that's focus. Anyways, there's another like online <laughs> character cartoon type rapper named Yami Online. And they actually got some fire ass beats. I can't even lie to you. I'm talking like super fire. And um, probably might think it's weird that I know about this, but I'm a DJ and another DJ that I fuck with played one of the songs and I had to figure out what the fuck they was playing. And then I found like a whole world of like, there's a lot of like anime character ass artists out there and Yami Online is one of them and their beats are fucking tight. Their flows are tight. You know what I mean? If you're into some other shit, check that out but i thought that's what this person was going to be like which they kind of were but they have like a whole like body and the nigga dances and does all this stupid shit but yeah i knew the nigga was gonna get canceled as soon as i saw the cop joint and they out of their fast grand opening grand closing Good not gonna be missed now speaking of not gonna be missed you said um that Uncle and Few, Quavo and Takeoff are the Migos because, you know, Offset has left the group. Now they are a duo. Offset is suing QC. Why do you feel like Uncle and Few are the Migos? I feel like on a Khaled album, that's his Migo feature. He can't get all three, but he wants the Migos on his album to make people party. And that's the Migos. Yes, Offset is not on it but it's Quavo and Takeoff and no one else. If one other person who wasn't in the Migos was on it, I wouldn't say that that was a Migos song, but since it's two Migos, that's the Migo feature. Oh, so how do you feel about Offset suing the label? He seems like he wants to get out of there and be a solo artist on his own. They were trying to get rid of, get off QC during Culture 3, I think. And I guess maybe Coach K and P conv- convince Uncle and Few to stay, but Offset is still leaving. Uh, you saw the tweets. P is implying that what someone's dirtying up the game. Some people believe it's Cardi B. I don't know why. Why do you think people would assume that? Wasn't she managed by them? Yeah, she was, and she left them. Yeah. So I feel like it shouldn't be that much. Well. 
I feel like it shouldn't be that much beef between her and QC, but obviously it's her leaving. I almost feel like from the outside looking in, if you want to leave QC, I feel like them niggas are toxic somehow. <laughs> Who, you know P and Coach K? More P. I don't know why letting Coach K get away, but I just hey, feel like... But Gucci and Jeezy have told us about Coach K being a duck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, he used to manage Gucci, then he went to go work with Jeezy. I knew that, but I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, they've both, yeah, they've both voiced some things. But I mean, I think they all cool now. But you notice with Gucci, he talks about, he hangs out with P more. You don't really be around Coach K. I just feel like, obviously, the Migos been wanting to leave. I feel like Offset was the one who kind of stuck his chest out more and had more of like a street reputation to hold down. So that's probably why the incident happened with him and 4PF. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Offset, Offset probably knew he probably shouldn't have did it, but he was like, I'm Offset. I, I have to, like, hold my image down. Quavo, them niggas is like, nigga, we too fresh and stuff. To get well, I heard, I heard Quavo. I heard, uh, no, I think Takeoff got touched and Quavo was low with Sweetie. Yeah, yeah Quavo's too cool. He's like, nigga, I'm too fresh. and Yeah, cool. but I heard Takeoff got touched. Allegedly, you know. So... It's been issues brewing, and it's like, dang, they're north side niggas signing south side niggas, and I don't know how they could have a problem with the Migos. Like, the Migos carried them. They still want to own their music and their career. They still want to have them on the label, but they probably don't want to let them go. That's what it is. That's the problem. It's not that Hey, we have problems that you want to leave and we don't want to let you go. You're still a valuable resource to us. But I wonder why they want to leave. Because they want to do their own thing. A lot of artists, once they've had five plus years and they see, hey, my career is getting kind of stagnant, they want to make a move. Like Meek Mill, he's about to go independent, try to do his thing. He said he bets $10 million. People think he's about to be cooked because he doesn't have the machine backing him anymore. Watch this. I'm about to be hot and show y'all how to build a buzz and get money independently on another level. So we'll see, but I don't know. I mean, look at uh, the rumor is that, you know, after NBA Youngboy, he last Slimito, right? That was the last album he held Atlantic Records. So they're saying he might re-up for 60 million. But my thing is, why do the Migos, why should the Migos feel like they have to leave? Like, why wouldn't QC allow them to drop whenever they want to drop or allow them to go in their own? Nobody is creative, allowed to drop whenever or, you Or go drop. in their own creative direction. Like, why would you hold back the thing that carried you? Why wouldn't you want, like, you know, it's weird how Future is able to get his creative direction, seemingly. We don't know everything. But to me, based off that last album, He's able to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. They trust him. Like, he's able to, obviously, they know the Tim shit's going to work. But having a song like Holy Ghost on your album in, like, 712, like, some real street shit, like, I guess maybe because this street shit can get played in the club, too. But they let Future do whatever the fuck he wants. Migos, Migos can do whatever they want. It's not like they force him. A lot of artists can do whatever they want, but it's when it doesn't work. That's when the labels give more input. Once we let you do stuff and the joints didn't work, 
now we're going to start making you do these collaborations and work with this producer. NBA Young Boy, do an NBA Young Boy song. Yeah, do a song like that. Like, yeah, that's when that'll start. But a lot of times, nah, you can do what you want. If it works, hell yeah. Why would we tell you what to do when you've made hits? But when would you say there was a time where you could tell the label might have stepped in for like with future specifically because there was a time he was able to early in his career when he was yeah early in his career later though too like on the um album with the drake joint i feel like though like after the wizard i feel like they probably bothered him nah the first two albums is when they bothered him after that he got to do whatever he wanted First album, when they put T.I. on the Magic remix, they put Drake on the Tony Montana remix, that R. Kelly song, making Pluto 3D after that. Like, that was the label stuff. Uh, Honest doing the song with Wiz, that type of stuff. Uh, Yeah, like, you could tell the the type of beats that were on Honest, couple the, the especially the deluxe the deluxe tracks like side effects and yeah you could tell the label was trying to do stuff that's why on ds2 on i served the bass he said tried to make me a pop star but they made a monster that's when they were trying to make him do stuff like when he was doing real and true with miley cyrus and mr hudson but don't you tracks but don't you remember like in the last few years he was kind of getting cold do you think them not allowing him to drop for like a whole year was like that there the new version of it like we're not going to tell you what to do but you're gonna have to like sit down for a second i don't know he's making it seem like hey he didn't have to sit down because think about it the year when like all right 2020 was when high off life came out he had the arguably the biggest song of the year where life is good so the label's happy, hey, even though it's a pandemic, we ate off this song. It has over a billion plays on like YouTube. And it's a video. Commercial. So I'm saying like, that's a smash hit. That's like the first diamond song of the 2020s. So the label's happy. All right, we got a big song that's gonna be a smash. All right, that we can use for a long time. Maybe it'll become a classic song that people will wanna hear in the future. We own that. We, of course, you would want Future to drop again, but he was the one that said, hey, I'm, I needed to chill, take a year off, because, yeah, he's been working. I think he probably realized, like, dang, I'm about to be my 10 years since I was on uh, Epic Records. I need to take a break and make sure I'm not cut, because, yeah, around The Wizard, that's when I think that was his last album, and then he read up with Epic. So now life is good. This, I never liked you. I think, yeah, also the, um, what's the EP? Save Me. Yeah, Save Me. I think that's a part of his new deal, all that stuff. So those three. So now, oh yeah, and of course, probably Baby Pluto, Pluto, Baby Pluto with Uzi. But now I think he's in hard drive because They've still been teasing like he might drop again later in the year, and that'll be cool. I look forward to that. This album is good, but I mean, with other artists, they'll give you the leeway to try to do your thing. Like Uzi, that's what people, that's what DJ John was saying. Like, yeah, like we weren't holding him back. It's just, hey, the songs that 
he was working on. It wasn't working. Like, look at it. Think about it. He, Uzi was putting out a few songs before Eternal Taken. Those joints just like weren't free working. Uzi? Like Free Uzi? Nah, that didn't count. That was a mixtape song. I'm talking about like songs that they sold, like the That's a Rag joint, Sanguine Paradise. I love those two songs. Yeah, I do. I like those songs too, but you notice they didn't make the album. So I guess, um, then what was that long song? Uh, the uh, He had, the remember, he had a long song. New Watch or something. Dang it. It was like oh, a six God. minute song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was putting out songs like that and it just wasn't clicking. And I think because of that, the label was like, hey, we're not trying to put the album out yet. You don't have no motion. Your name is Future. If you were Future, we'll let you put it out. Nah, it's even with Future. you He has to put out, uh, he has to make sure he has a hit like, a lot of times, though, like with EA, the only song that came out before was like they put out the My Way, the Backstreet Boys joint. And then I think they were, you know, the 2020 Fusau Shuffle or whatever. They were trying to make that a big dance, but it never worked. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and, I like that song. Yeah, it's cool. And if you notice, though, on EA, what song did you ever hear at a party? None of them. Exactly. And that's probably why he thinks the album sucks. Even though, I mean, I love pop, though. He probably feels like pop should have played at parties. I think he should have. Like a a few songs from the first six could have played at parties. Yeah, pop pop could have went crazy. Yeah. But that's the thing. Maybe that's why he doesn't like it. But then they, the label's going to say, all right, take it easy. Now look at Uzi right now. Do you think the label wanted him to put that Demon High song out? Uh, he no, chose to do that. But think about it, though. There's no Uzi songs that really have been played at parties. Uh, I but feel like too, too weird. Uh, they used to play I Do What I Want. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And they used, he used to have some of his early stuff they used to play. Like, like I, I used to hear Super Saiyan at parties. Like in the know, um the parties. album with the album with Canada Goose, like that. Those yeah, albums, like yeah. Those albums were getting played at parties. Yeah. I That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but not really stuff. though. But not really. Yeah, yeah. It was a couple tracks. That's what I'm saying. A couple. Damn, that's like crazy. money longer money longer we get played at yeah. parties hell yeah that's the main that's the biggest one yeah yeah it do not matter that was a, such a fun time yeah so now he doesn't make songs like that anymore that can get played at functions now he's doing demon high the ep he put out was pretty cool but it sounded like all old music so i don't know what zone he's in creatively so now the pink album or whatever it's called we see it's not dropping soon because yeah, there's no motion. So that's the thing I think with artists, they got to realize, I don't know about how often labels try to force them to do something, but it's a metrics game. If you have a single that's working, that's buzzing, hey, we're more likely to put you out sooner. If you don't, then you got to work until something pops. Not everybody has the luxury of just putting it out and then Letting the fans pick the hit because you have a good fan base. And Future always makes sure he has at least a hit. Yeah, he makes sure. For sure. Because this time, 
the only song he put out before I Never Liked You was Worst Day, and that was a ended up being uh on the deluxe edition. So that was a bonus track. And that actually got played on the radio. Yeah, people like that song. It's a good track. It's a good song. Smooth. It's bluesy. Yeah, definitely bluesy. That's future Hendrix. Yeah. And you know the label let him do whatever the fuck you want with Save Me. Like they let him be creative. Yeah, and that album, that EP, that has some bangers on that. Like, hey man, please tell me should be played at functions, bro. Nah. Yes, yes. Please tell I like, me those. Uh, I like the uh St. Lucia's my favorite track. I like St. Lucia. I like the one where he says uh roses forever die. Oh, true. Uh, that's not extra. I forgot what it's called. Roses, they forever die. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, the outro. Yeah, that's my love. Thy enemies. Yeah, love thy enemies. That's my shit. Yeah. True, true. But yeah, man, I mean, we'll see what happens with Offset. Hopefully they can work it out. Uh, are you looking forward to the Uncle and Few Unc and Few project? No, but I feel like since it's something new, they're gonna really try to tap in, and I hope that it kind of sucks that Drill. Well, maybe Drill is getting. Big. Hopefully, what's the uh, Bronx nigga's name? K Flock. He he's, in he's in jail. He's not coming out. What Tay B? What's the other? Tay Tay B, I know the Detroit Tay B. I don't know the New York one. What's the one that uh people get sturdy to with Cardi? Uh yeah, that's a that's a K Flock song with a couple of his homies, Bory 300. And um Who's the nigga that did the song with Lil Herb? The she acted on it, she wanted me to take you. That oh my it. everything, yeah. Uh, who's that one? Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, see, I don't be paying attention to these kids. Let me well, look it up real quick. Well, hopefully Quavo can get him and Favi on a song because Quavo is really good at the uh, drill shit. But um, I'm not really looking forward to it, honestly. Um, Mama, I've had be love, be love. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Hopefully Quavo taps in with the Bronx drillers. Um, I'm kind of a little bit looking forward to Gangsta Grills because maybe drama feels like, you know, what I mean, um. I'm just, you know, speaking of gangster grills, but maybe drama feels like what he did with the Tyler album, he can do with a lot of artists. So I'm but that's the thing though, with the Tyler album, Tyler's a producer, he's a fan, he already knew what he wanted. He's gonna have more. He's he, it's his album. He's he made all the beats, he's controlling, he put the track list together, he directed it. With the other people, they gotta rely on drama. So that's the thing. Like with Tyler, that was a dream he always wanted as a kid. Hey, I want to do a Gangsta Grills because I love the Pharrell in my mind prequel. So now everybody else, they want to do Gangsta Grills because, yeah, of course, the classic brand, all the classic tapes that came out of it. But the difference is, who does it benefit more to have a Gangsta Grills in 2022? The artist or DJ Drama? Because the kids don't give a fuck about the Gangsta Grills brand. That's a 30 and up thing. Nostalgia boys us. So who does it really benefit? Because I'm happy for DJ Drama. Gangsta Grills is the best mixtape brand of all time, the best series. So 
I'm not knocking the hustle, but who does it benefit more, him or the artist? Well, maybe if Jack Harlow makes one, it'll help out for the kids. Yeah, yeah, but will he make one? He's hot now. It's I think for the. I don't think I don't know. It seems like well, sure, anything is possible because that's his boss. So yeah, never count it out. But at the starting point, well, because I can't even say that because yeah, if Meek does one, then yeah, he's considered a star still. He's not as big as he used to be, but he still has his you know his legacy. So if he doesn't, then yeah, I wouldn't count that out. And Jack Harlow wants to continue to get bigger. Sure, he wants to continue to build a black fan base. Yeah, he can make like a fake mixtape that has like a mixtape feel, but it's still an album. But he can just lie and say it's not an album like everybody else does. And it's perfect. all a mix. Yeah, it's all a mix. We know everything's an album. It's on saying, iTunes can, He can pretend like it's not one. Yeah, that's sure. Like a perfect sure. opportunity, and it just seems no, perfect. No, the, no, the label will tell you it's not an album. Yeah, boy. No, that's a mixtape. You still owe us another album. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that's perfect. what they told Meek Mill, yo. So, yeah. So, if the label says it's a mixtape, it's a and mix I think, And I think it's kind of good that maybe only 30-plus artists will want to do a Gangsta Grills because all the kids suck anyway, so... They don't like anything. No, I'm saying only 30 plus people will care about the Gangster Grills brand. But the 30 plus artists are going to be the ones that are doing it, like Ice Now, nah, younger people will do it too. I think younger people will do it. Like Ice yeah, right now, Yeah, right now, older people, Meek, Ice Wear, Vezo, all the better Tor- artists. Tory Lanez wants to do one, supposedly, and then ESTG. He's another his- artist that's better than everybody else. You know how if this was the 2010s, we would have had another. Tory Lanez out by now that would be putting pressure on him. There's not even another Tory Lanez. There's not another DJ putting pressure on DJ Khaled and DJ Drama. You need to worry about that. Why are they this guy? This guy went and ran a label and brought back a brand because he said, "Yep, it's still nobody, no other hot DJ, just me." Dang, I, man, DJ Esco, how'd you fumble it? Yeah. He was supposed to be the one. He was. Damn. Damn. Just, just did residencies. He was literally, he had future. You have all the kids on your side. Esco Terrestrial was a great tape. No Sleep, a great tape. Black Woodstock, great tape. You know how to make projects. 56 Nights, classic. I don't know how DJ Esco fumbled it. You make uh, too much sauce. It's because he started trying to make beats and stuff. And I don't know. Man. He didn't make too much sauce beat, right? Yeah, Zay Tiggy. Zay Tiggy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, we said once the residency happened, that's when it really went away. Yep. And I actually, did I see him there? I did see him there in Vegas. True, true. Did I? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I saw Metro Bowman in Vegas. Word. And, and Travis Scott 80 times, right? That's your big brother. I saw Travis in Vegas. Yeah, it was Travis and DJ Esco, Metro Bowman. And yeah, I did see Travis like a uh, hundred other times. Walked past him in the casino, saw him in Virginia Beach, saw him in Miami in a club. I was right, he was like performing right next to my section, South Beach, legendary, legendary night. You didn't come out that night for some reason. Yeah, I was too turned up. I was too geeked. I fumbled the name anyways, like I always do. Hey, young six. But you know. But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> there aren't any DJs. Maybe Khaled's doing something. Nah, he's not. Esco fumbled the bag. Hoodrich, Hoodrich came. 
he could have had a shot, but they got rid of Nick. The, the labels killed mixtapes. His Hooderich series was starting to wake up. Like now he's doing beats and he's doing his thing. Like he's been producing with uh, for Babyface Ray recently a lot. I've seen him doing stuff with other artists, so that's cool. He's still Is that doing Hood Rich, Hood Rich. Hood Rich came. I'm thinking about signing that guy. Who's that? Is that the one with the Hood Rich uh, drop? Yeah, there's a few of them with the Hood Rich drop. That's DJ Scream Alden. Yeah. Oh, true. Oh, so yeah. they're all like together? Yeah, it's the crew, but yeah, DJ uh, Hood Rich King was, yeah, it was on wave. Yeah, yeah, DJ Scream, he, why, he should, don't you think he should have did something too? Oh, yeah, the mixtapes. Yeah, he's older. He's a legend already. I'm talking about after those niggas from the 2000s and early 2010s, who's the young DJ that could have done something? It was supposed to be, like I said, Esco. You were future. You were making yourself a known entity, but it didn't work out. You even got a record deal, but that Colorblind album was geeked. He even had that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, damn, it should have been that. You didn't like you didn't like the young thug and Dave Love song. Nah, that joint's cool. I like Dave that joint. It was like the album, it's all right. But it's just, yeah, that's one of the worst future projects, if I had to say one of the low. I'd like I'd give it like a two and a half, two seven, five out of five. So maybe uh, it almost seems maybe like you had something like after. It almost seems like he had something after Project E.T., but I guess that's just the one. Ah, it's just colorblind, yeah. He's He was teasing. Nah, oh, yeah, oh, he's done. He did a project with uh, Doughboy, too. Yeah, he did a project. Cricket. 56 Birds. Cricket, cricket. Yeah, you didn't listen to it. You like Doughboy. You said that's your man. Yeah, he's cool. He's just a little too murderous, but it's fun, though. I like the way how he... Oh, you like his murder raps? Sometimes, because he sounds really happy to say it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he enjoys crime a lot. Word. But all right, man. So fantasy football draft we got on Sunday. <sighs> Are you going to be in attendance? You motherfucking right, nigga. What kind of stupid ass question is that? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. I knew it. Why y'all trying to do weird shit and do say like make sure like the Yahoo can't tell you who to pick next? Yeah, yeah. Not we don't want nobody getting help. Nobody relies on that, but it, it's yes, it's they do. Good. Yes, it's they kinda, do. Kind of good yeah. to be there. Yeah, you need it. Yeah, I don't I need it. I'm gonna show y'all niggas I don't need it. Just because y'all doing that, I'm on y'all ass even more. I hope I'm, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find your guy's name. I, I can identify him. I don't got, find there's I, plenty of there's a lot of other fantasy people. Nah, I'm gonna get him. You yeah, you said you always do goodness, and you said he's the only one you use. I don't always do good. Yeah, I haven't won a championship. Nah, I haven't won a championship you, in like four years. You always make the playoffs. I'm yeah, I'm going to find. I mean, that's because I'm me. I'm him. I'm him. 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 Oh yeah, there's like a list on Shave Room of like uh things that guys do that make girls ick. I don't know what the fuck that means, but well, I guess women do. And a lot of women put on the list uh, guys who say I'm him. Yeah. So we're not allowed to do that anymore, fellas. Don't say that anymore. <laughs> I think it's feminine to them. I mean, yeah, well, the modern man has become feminine, but we're not that type of podcast. <laughs> we just talk about flash shit. 
But anyways, yeah, yeah I'm on y'all ass. Y'all trying to do weird shit and say, I'm going to turn that off. Like, all right, okay. A lot of y'all going to need it. And why aren't you going to be there, Trick? Hey, man. I, I got, got a hot function to go to. Yeah, I got a cookout. I'm on the grill. Family cookout, you know. You don't know how to grill. Yeah, I do. I'm old school. One I'm coming to the cookout, too. Hey, man. It's a or at least give me some jollof. Save me a plate, cuz. Let me pull up. Yeah, yeah I, might, I, might, I might let you see what's going on. Hook it up, nigga. You haven't gave me no nothing in like two, three years. I mean, you live in Fredericksburg. You live I don't in live Venice. in Fredericksburg. Allegedly. I don't live in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You live in Ghana. So hey, I live in Bushwick. Sorry. I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. Yep. So how can I how can I send you jollof? You all because I'm there. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be down there this weekend. Hey, well, I'll see you later, man. Come to Maryland. It's gonna be fun. One of my uncles is going back to Ghana, moving there permanently. So we having a cookout for him, you know, bless up. And we going to Ghana next year. Yeah, we're gonna be in the house, man. I'm gonna do a big December is gonna become Dan Simber. So be on the lookout for that, man. It's gonna get epic. Hey. Hallelujah, holla back, man. Thanks for checking in. John Brown is gonna sue you for that. You're still in here. He probably trademarked that. You might have to pay him if you keep saying that. John Brown from the White Rapper Show. I know where you got it from. Why is his name John Brown? I'm suing him for appropriating black culture. Hallelujah. Uh, white people don't say that at their churches. Yes, they do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> I grew up going, I grew up at Calvary Presbyterian Church, 6120 North Kings Highway, Alexandria, Virginia, 22303. Jackson Heights. Hallelujah. They say all that. So Hallelujah. Hey. They say that. I, know, yeah. I mean, I know it's in the Bible, but I didn't know. Shout that. out Pastor Henry, man. Shout out the OG. Shout out Pastor Wally. I used to be mean to your wife. I'm sorry. I was I was thugged out back then. We out. Chopper Sue Convos.